This is the I Black Man Podcast, Offensively Black. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. Yo, what up? It's your boy Miles. I'm a dance prower here for episode 43. I want to say 43. Is it 43? I hope it's 43. Hold on, yo. Well, I'm assuming it's 43. Not it's 44. Either way, here we are. Gotta hurry up. A little bit of a um beat run here. Got some stuff to do, but I'm uh, stressing out, working on this shit for Photoshop, all this stuff, trying to work out this stuff so I can work on advertising and promoting my podcast and stuff. So there's that. And um, I don't know. It just seems like I, um, I kind of hate myself because I've really been wanting to play either of my systems. You know, I got Xbox, Switch, and a PS4. I've been really wanting to play something to take my mind off of just how stressful and consumed I am with working with this shit. But it's this thing in the back of my mind. Do you deserve to have fun? Do you deserve to be sitting here being happy having your mind? Go away from all these problems. What the fuck are we doing? How many plays do we got? How much better the fuck are we than bomb? Can you quantify that? No, then sit your ass down and work on this shit. This is what I do. Got games I ain't played yet, man. Every time I attempt to, that's what happens. So I kind of use it as a motivation tool to make me work hard. Like, you want to play the game? That's all right. I'm going to wrap this shit up. Since it's 25 minutes tutorial, let's try to learn this shit in five. You know, that shit. And then it's a vicious, very vicious cycle. I have an idea. I want to work on the idea. I visualize, I visualize the idea. I work on creating said idea. I make said idea almost to the way I think it should look. Sit back. Fucking hate it. Didn't delete it. This is a cycle I go through. It is very irritating. But I feel like I'm getting better. I guess because I'm a little bit perfectionist. Anyway, let's keep this shit moving forward. Very funny to me. I've been um engaging with a lot more people and talking to a lot more people and shit online to try to get the name for my shit out. I do a lot more on a podcast called Fresh because it's just it's nothing for me to sit and debate comics all day. It's nothing for me to sit and just post pictures and shit and just I could talk comics all day I love that shit it's easy you know what I'm saying so I'll do that and and when all doing that I start to shoot everything back here you know what I'm saying so I get into it and it's so funny I made this post and it's fucked up because it got like 3,000 comments right but I had made a post about how at the end of Endgame it just I was wondering am I the only nigga like I'm Iron Man and I'm fighting to save the world then my wife pops up. I'm like, where the fuck is the baby? Why ain't you with that baby? You know? And I'm thinking like, nigga, you got a suit of armor. Why are you here? We both shouldn't be fighting for the world. Fuck that shit. I'm fighting so you don't have to fight. You know, everybody online went and took that shit. Made it seem like I was saying, woman, stay in the house. And like I was on some sexist shit. It didn't really hurt me. It wounded me a little bit. But... It was just only wounded me because I say fucked up shit and I mean fucked up shit. And that's none of the fucked up shit I meant. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like niggas is uh, putting some dirt on Cobra Commander. Like, at the Cobra Commander, he was part of a child pedophile. Like, hey, hey, nigga, I'll turn the wall. I'll turn the world's money into, into dust and make you use Cobra bucks. It's like raping kids. I do enough dirt of my own. You know what I'm saying? So this kind of guy just just so funny to me how everybody saw it like that. And I would think anybody, logically anybody, and I know if the tables was turned, that's the same thing my wife would have said. If I'm if I'm Pepper Potts and she Tony Stark, she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? I wanted to help you save the world. Where the babies at? 
oh, um, um, whatever, whoever, Dum Dum Dugan or whoever else is, is, uh, um, taking care of the kids. Do, do they have a suit of armor? No. I would have sooner you left them with the suit of armor and the child, and you brought your ass here to help me. And that shit is just blowing my mind how everybody quickly jumped to that sexist shit. And as for me, I'm a man. My thing is, for my woman, and everybody don't have to feel like this, this is just me. My job is to take care of my woman. I suffer so my woman does not have to suffer. I work and I toil so my wife does not have to work and toil. If she wants to, that's her right. If I had my way, she wouldn't do nothing but sit around looking fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. As a man, if I'm out here and I'm fighting an alien invasion, nigga, I don't want my woman in the battlefield. That's not going to improve my efficiency. It's going to make me worry about you the whole fucking time. I'm not going to keep going into that shit, you know, because uh, I got another podcast for that shit. But anyway, back with that. It's talking to my friend Elaine Bennis. She, um, closest friend I've known for a long time. Um, she was, she does the voice. For the, you know, the intro and in between, you know, coming back from breaks on the podcast called Fresh. And also she was in my wedding. But yeah, so we just talking about this whole abortion thing. And it's just funny to me. Those who heard my last episode, I appreciate that. I tried to, uh, I was just, um, it was kind of awkward for me to talk about this shit with this whole Me Too movement, you know. And also I'm working on, on making a little advertisement. Uh, I had a promo for the episode right on Instagram. Currently, right now, I'm thinking of like having, you know, the logo and the picture on the side of a cat and of a kitten in a blender. I think it's funny and topical because to me, I think it would be classless to have a baby in a blender. That's classless. Fuck cats, you know, but that's just me. I think it's funny. But I was talking, you know, talking to a lot of people about this whole abortion thing. And it's just I don't want to keep getting into it. You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, it's like I got no choice but to. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I talk to people and I, um, like my cousin, you know, she was saying on the, uh, Facebook about how they need to get men and they need to make men be held accountable. And then, you know, in uh, what they somebody I guess, punish them. And I'm like, all right, how? Again, my children, this is what happens when I record in the middle of the day. Anyway. But yeah, I'm like, how would you enforce this on a man? I'm not saying this to be sexist. I am asking how does one enforce this shit? Because let's say the nigga you fuck gave you a fake name, don't live in your state, and won't never come back. How you gonna find this nigga to, to default him? Now, with my cousin, she was getting mad, and I'm just trying to tell her, you can't say this should happen and have no idea or even some kind of framework outline for an idea how to properly address and handle this problem. It's just, it's just illogical, you know? And I, I posted my stuff and I've already said the same thing. I thought about how, like to quote my man Patrice O'Neill, safe sex is a woman's responsibility. I don't say that to say that's what I mean. I mean, that's the joke that he said. And I'm referencing that joke, but he had a very valid point. Now, whether you want to get into it or not, a lot of people are going to get mad. And I'm sure, Ariel, if you listen to this, which I know you don't, you're going to get mad. The final say in choice comes down to the woman. I can't make you open your legs. Okay, well, unless you're raping her. We're not talking about rape. I can't make you open, open your choose to be like, oh, you can fuck me. You know what I'm saying? All that shit comes down to you. Now, okay, yes, in the perfect world, yes, men should be held accountable. As well, and I wish for some magical tether they can do on some shit, but you can't. I can fuck you and go to the other side of the world. 
Nigga, you're still stuck with that baby. The burden still stands on you. Nigga, you, I could be with you, knock you up. I could want to stay. Then I die. You're still stuck with that baby. That's the one constant through every single situation. Is it a woman's fault? No. Should a woman be punished? No. Is dealing with women and trying to affect the problem from there the most logical step? Yes. Am I saying that in support of banning abortion? No. I also think a good countermeasure or compromise would be better sex ed in schools. Me and my wife was talking about that shit. Niggas knew nothing about ovulation when we was younger. I just thought you go in that shit. Man, even in high school, niggas was fucking hoes raw. Niggas, we were thinking. Niggas like, fuck it, I must be the man's bitch. Let me go in raw. Fuck it. Looking back, niggas is like, what if I call some shit? Oh, man. But you're young, you don't give a fuck. You think you're invincible. Like, I ain't got no condom. I got this croaker bag. Let's get it in. Yeah. Next thing you know, oh, shit. What's wrong? Bag ripped and my head came out a little bit. You might as well just take that shit in raw. I mean, might as well be fucking raw anyway. I guess we can keep fucking raw. All right, bet. You don't know about ovulation. You don't know about how none of that shit works. They don't give you proper sex air. From what I'm understanding, they so much more focused on this pro-gay shit, this gay agenda. Not knocking gay people, but let's just focus on... No, everything. I'm not saying it shouldn't. You should teach gay sex or sex ed. You should. Get rid of this whole chastity celibacy shit. It's illogical, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna get back to y'all. We're gonna finish this up, alright? Because I'm about to knock this motherfucker out in speed run. One second. I Black Man Podcast. Hyphen Network! Peace. It's the world's greatest podcast, Barack Obama Proofed. On Hyphenation, my daddy talks about all kinds of cool things. And sometimes I'm on the podcast too. Sometimes he has his friend Marcus on. Sometimes he stays up really late and he's tired the next day. But it's worth it. But he loves his podcast, and I love his podcast. So I really want you to listen to Hyphenation. So daddy doesn't get he really doesn't get sad, though, because he has me. Oh, wait, please listen to Hyphenation. Thanks, y'all. I love the podcast, so please, please, please try to join. But if you know him. Perfect. Thank you. Can we hear it now? We're back and Black. I Black Man Podcast. Don't call it a comeback. How many times have I done that? I don't know. It's hard for me thinking about this shit to say when I come back. I want it to be topical. Anyway. But yeah. Sex age. Teach all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't just... And a lot of that, they be scaring people with, don't catch this STD. And they always show them being cool. You should say that. But the fact of the matter is, people are going to fuck. Teach them what to do. Because I can tell you, me as a young dude, when I was younger, dog, it's a lot of these females out here. Hell, a lot of dudes too. But I know as far as me, I was only trying to fuck women. A lot of women who was not prepared. Parents gave them illogical information that was just stupid as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, it's not sexy if you fuck me in the ass or I'll suck your dick. Okay. Blowing these chicks' asses out in high school. They wasn't even enjoying it. They were just like, I just got to give it up. And I can't. But it's like, yeah. And then it's because uh, you're not fucking in the pussy. But then you're taking in the ass and the mouth three or four times a day. It all evens out. And I'm not saying that, but it's just it's just the shit that happens due to no information or poor information. That's what I'm talking about. 
You know what I'm saying? And again, back to the abortion and how it's on women. It's messed up. And I admit it's unfair. And I, you know, I don't know if I said it earlier or not, but I think if you have a whole bunch of kids out of wedlock and you're not married and you're not taking care of providing, I don't, I mean, I would like to say wedlock, but you don't have to be wedlock. As long as you're providing, I can't knock you. But if you're not and you out here and they get, man, sterilize these niggas. Sterilize them. Free government sterilization. Now with that, here comes the slippery slope. How do you depend? How do you find out? Make sure they're not fucking shit up. Me and my wife got four kids. Who's to say something happened? Me and her get the divorce. They see me on the system. Bloop, four kids. Sterilize this motherfucker. But I take care of my kids. Me and my wife just got a divorce. But they get food stamps. It's all kinds of shit that could happen that you got to make sure the slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? Just like with the whole, I think, with the rape thing. I said it before in my other episodes. Forgive all the noise in the background. I'm a retarded kid. Well, not retarded. I love my babies. I love them. But they need to shut the fuck up. But anyway, this is the middle of the day. This is daytime. Not fucking. But yeah, like I was saying about abortions, I said it before, I said it again. I think there should be a number of abortions that is limited to each person per lifetime. I'm not sure of the number. Me, I think it should probably be 10 for maybe like, uh, what, 20, between 20 and 50. I don't know. And you can't only have like one abortion every couple of years. I think that's a fair compromise. I told my mom and wife, they said the number should be like five. But I told them you got to give them a double digit number to compromise. You know what I'm saying? But people going to think that's crazy. And I just think, all right, I don't think you should stop abortion. Abortions are always going to happen. I believe the other side of the people who are super duper anti is because they, A, in their mind, like my man Louis C.K. And fuck you, Lamarie. I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> With all due respect. But the fact that he, Louis C.K. had made was that you have to understand who you're debating with and how they see what the fuck they're talking about. If you're debating with a person who looks at it as that you're literally arguing for the right to kill babies, you're not going to make any leeway with that person. You're not because in their mind you are killing infants. The people who are pro it, which I'm not saying I'm either. I'm just thinking people should do what the fuck they want with regulation. Okay. But the other side, people look at it as a process. They don't look at it as like in their mind. It's like they're destroying my, my youngest is one. If you've seen pictures of my baby ZJ, that's what they're thinking. Like, oh, you're killing that. No, but it's not. And it's all kinds of slippery slope. And then again, like I always tell people, this country is bullshit. But you also got to remember their motto is God bless America. So they always do this shit under the pretense of Christian values. You can't lose sight of that. They, you may not agree with it, but in their mind, they have that right to run that shit to the cows come home. And sadly, if you follow their logic, they do. Let's check this time right quick. I know I ain't making good time like that. Hmm. All right, we all right. So, and again, following that whole thing, it's like I was telling my friend. And I told my wife that. I said, it's funny, you know. It's like men love women or like women way more than women like men. I don't say that to be on no sexist shit. I don't say that to be on no anti-feminist shit. I'm just saying this is how I, Miles of Madez Prower, has seen the world. Perfect example. Women are, bo- girls or women, however you want to say it, will be boy crazy. They'll be like, oh, this and that. But some of them may want to be, you know, hand and foot taken care of by a man. Damn near every nigga wants a harem. You know what I'm saying? Even with a nigga who's in love. I bet you money. You can get any nigga who love his wife. And there might be some women who might be the same, but I'm going to use this as an example. If you could freeze time and be like, nigga, you can go out and fuck anybody you won't 
and not take the pussy, but just time is frozen with your wife. You can go holler at other hoes and nobody would know. Niggas would take that shit, bang all them bitches and come back like nothing happened. True story. Some women probably were a lot more women than I'm probably believing would come back and do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But to follow that and keep making my point, I guess like Bane would say, bringing it all back. Men like women so much. We want to control every facet of your existence. Men love women so much. Hey, let's uh, let's make their clothes and dictate what they get to wear and the fashions and the trends is out there. Yeah. And uh, let's say, hey, hey, you get a tampon company. Why? Broads have them periods every month. Don't they tax they ass? Okay. And uh, make a bra company and uh, charge the bras with the bigger boobs more money for their bras. <laughs> All that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's the nature of it. And it's like my friend, you know, Lainey, who probably's not my friend now. I still love her. I told her, that's the, nat- that's the nature of this shit. You know what I'm saying? If, hey. You ever know, you ever looked into why women and men's buttons are on different sides of our shirts? Chivalry. Knights figured out, put her her buttons on the opposite side. It's easier for me to unbutton your shit. And that's stuck till now. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? We make you clothes. And I'm not saying that saying, oh yeah, men. No, you know, men run that shit. And I'm saying, oh, white men is fucking me over too. But you got to look at this shit and see it for what it is. It's never going to be a time where just, oh, it's just, you know, no laws on your body. And no, that's the whole point of everything. Governments, everything is to control people. Under the pretense of protecting you from your fucking self. You know what I'm saying? Like my friend was like, yeah, you know, in a perfect world, it would be no laws if by stopping abortion. Nigga, in a perfect world, there'd be no abortion. Now, I'm not saying you got a right. I say that every time my woman get mad at me. She find out, oh, we pregnant. Oh, well, what you want to do? What you mean what you want to do? I want to keep every child I got, which we have. But I'm like, I just, I can't. It's your body. I can't do shit. I appreciate you for letting me have input on said situation. But, you know, and people get mad. One lady my child got mad because she said, oh, you guys had a baby. I ain't did shit. What you trying to say? I'm trying to say my wife did that. So what I said, no, no, no. See, I'm not about to have this feminist argument with you right here. What I'm trying to say is this, nigga. If my podcast gets big and I get to the point where I got my own podcast network and I got my people on and we all making money and we doing this and I get to the point that I'm getting like a podcast award or something like that or whatever it is. Nigga, this is my fucking achievement. If I win an NBA championship, nigga, I won that shit. It's our championship, but I won this shit. Especially with her with that baby. Nigga, I'm not early. I, I wasn't early. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the one, oh, feeling bad. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Shit didn't change for me. I'm bender smoking and drinking. I'm not selling her fucking short for nothing. Nigga, she had that baby. Not me. I put that baby there. Nigga's like, I'm the quarterback. I gave her the ball. I told him to block. She ran the route. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm not going to be harping on this whole abortion thing. I'm just going to say this. Then we're going to end it up. Again, I think it should be a limit. Again, I think they did this. So, after the much complaining, they're going to present what they really wanted to do. I think a lot of times people look at this stuff and they think about it and they deal with it in an emotional and illogical fashion. 
it's never going to be stuff in which shit has changed. Abortion is bad. It's always bad. And if you think it's not bad, you're a dumbass. Now, the problem is not abortion. Women getting pregnant and not wanting the child is the problem. Am I saying that's the woman's problem? No. Am I saying that's the man's problem? No. It's all of our problems. That's the problem. Because if abortion was free and everybody practiced safe sex and didn't do this shit, it wouldn't matter. That's what I think. Also, before we go to break, remember the nature of your enemy. Thinking logic. Don't ever hope. Hope it don't leave you shit. Know what's going on and know thy enemy. They're not going to let up. And usually when they're doing something like this, they distract you from some, uh, something else. Be back for the end part of this episode. One sec. thought about starting your own podcast you know like what i got well let me tell you when i was starting out i had a lot of questions didn't know how to answer them didn't know where to start how do i start a podcast how do i get off the ground how do i record my episodes how do i get them on the major platforms like spotify and apple Podcasts and other places well the answer to all of those is one thing anchor fm anchor fm is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free free 99 you cannot beat that and what's better it's ridiculously easy and now anchor can match you great sponsors too so you can get paid for your product like more let me tell you when i started out i'm not even gonna say the names of the places that i was trying to have my podcast hosted at and it was nice and i thought i was happy for a while but when i found out about anchor 100% free limited space the only way you can beat that is if they pay you. And I guess if you do ads, they kind of do. If you always wanted to start a podcast and making money doing it, go to Anchor FM backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash start. Can't wait to hear your product. Hey, hey, yeah, you. You like comic books, anime and stuff? Sure you do. Who the hell doesn't? And that's why you should listen to a podcast called Fresh. It's like audio cliff notes of ancient texts painstakingly translated by us for you. So do yourself a favor. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Trust me, we're everywhere. So don't forget, it's a podcast called Fresh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and anywhere podcasts are casted. What kind of forever? He'll kill a brick. And drown a glass of water. Welcome back to the I Black Man Podcast. Alright, last part, let's do this. So recently, we wanted to talk about, I've been talking again with my friend Eric. I'm even gonna call this the Elaine Bennis episode, I think so. Talking to her about marriage and shit, and I was just saying it's funny. Men don't get married for the same reasons that women do, or men don't typically find marriage interesting for the same reasons that women do. And I was just telling her, like, from when I was little, I peeped, like, damn, all these niggas who marry, they get breakfast and dinner. Hmm. I like that shit. Like, my uncle and my granddad, like, dang, they bought, he sat in the back room. I just saw the treatment. Like, this nigga sit in the back room. Can't nobody else go back there. She bring that nigga his plate. He done. She take it back. Dang, that shit sweet as fuck. Then later on, I found out about sex. Like, wow, it's even dober. 
But to me, that's what I always thought that shit. And it wasn't even on all, like I was telling my friend Lainey, you know, I remember to our mama like, this shit that you do, I need this shit forever. You know, mama like, one day you're going to get married and somebody going to love you like I do, but in a different way and they're going to look out for you. And I was just telling, you know, a friend, I said, you know, my wife, I married my wife. Because she was saying, you know, it's fucked up and sexist that men have expectations and demands of what women do. And I'm telling her, like, basically, every nigga is going to need a mother. Every woman going to need a father figure or whatever in one sense or another. And she's like, I don't agree. And I'm like, no. Typically, the same function my wife provides was the original function, more or less, for when, like my mama did. My woman, I wouldn't have insurance if it wasn't for my woman. I don't hardly go. I don't go to the doctor. But she working on that. Take it this long for me to get insurance. You know what I'm saying? The other day, I woke up trying to work on a podcast. I'm fucking tired. I'm like, I want to take this caffeine pill. And drink some of this fucking five hours. She's like, hey. Like, what? Should have fucking kill you. Really? Yeah. So you can make me like super alert. And I can work faster. Like, dope. That'll make your heart explode. Huh. Thank you, woman. You know what I'm saying? Or the same one. Like, oh, no, nah, you, you need sleep. Hey, you need to eat salads. I wasn't eating no salads until she said that shit. And, you know, me and my, my friend was like, that's dumb. And I'm like, well, you know, I get both sides. You know, your side and. My side, I just look at it like, and I told her, you know, it's depressing as fuck. I don't give a fuck about this world. I don't give a fuck about my life. This, if it's not in relation to my girls, I have no will to live. You know, I'm not going to say I don't have a will to live, but being alive for the sake of being alive is not shit to me. I don't want to live just because I don't want to die. That's just not life to me. Like now, I live to take care of and support my family. That is my sole reason for living. That is my source of happiness. And I'm fine with that. It gave my life purpose, and I'm very happy with that. Now, like I was telling you know my friend, I said, now, if my woman wasn't loving me on some Anita Baker called my name and I'll come running Chaka Khan, I can feel when you dreaming type shit. Why the fuck would I marry you? You know, I'm talking to Kells. What's up, baby? We gonna get together. Oh man, we about to put some shit together for a podcast called Fresh. I was telling this nigga Kells, side note that this nigga, this nigga baiting, been popping mad shit about having the best episodes. And this nigga, this nigga Tony Stank was like, he take, he coming back, he taking the shit back. He say he coming back like John Moxley, for real. So, so look out for that. But I was just telling him, you know, I laughed after I signed, you know, legal documents after I married my wife. I like bust out laughing, and they was like, why? I said, this is the worst contract I will ever sign in my life. And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. You know, and they was like, no, literally it is. You know, and it's like, I was telling nigga kills. He was like, nigga, imagine if you working together, you working with me on my podcast. After a while, getting this shit off the ground, I'm like, nigga, I don't feel like you putting the same amount of energy than you did in the beginning. I want to break this partnership off. And I want compensation for my time that I've wasted on you. And guess what, Mr. 100 Episodes? He's, he's really close to it. I want 45 of your episodes, even though I was only on two of your episodes, and I'm not on either of those four. It, and I'm not either on either of those episodes within the 45 I'm going to take. That's how it is. And if I didn't love my wife, and I didn't feel so strongly about my wife, ain't no way in the world I would sign a contract like that. Like Bill Burr said, fuck around, your woman leaves you, starts fucking the milkman, you get kicked out, you got to keep paying on that house still while she's in that house getting dicked down by the mailman she cheated on you with in the first place. You know, 
So for me, I look at that shit like if I'm if I'm getting married, you know, and I don't know. And I realize I don't I'm not sure all on this PC shit. I don't make a point to be PC. I'm just me. Ooh, that should be a pat hashtag hashtag. Not PC, just me. Ooh, or not PC, just M A P. Ooh. I'm gonna check that shit out, huh? But anyway. I just looked at that shit like, man, you know. It's a beautiful thing. You get a woman and a man, they come together. And you make one person. And I mean, having a kid, I mean, you know, we one person. You know, I need you. You need me. It's just fucking beautiful. You know, we went to um, we went to Georgia. Me and my me and my girls, my wife and my mother-in-law. Who side note? Let me give a shout out to my mother-in-law, Miss Alicia. I love that woman. Oh my god, I love that woman. I tell you what, me and my wife ever get a divorce. I'm fighting for custody of my mother-in-law. She ain't going to have to put that in there, too. You, too, grandma-in-law. Yeah, because I love my in-laws. This is something crazy. I never thought I would say that, ever. But anyway, we at the airport. And so I'm like, man, I'm about to get me something to eat. I'm breaking wild. I'll be back. So, you know, they stay. The girls stay with their mama. I'll I'll go. Wife don't know where I'm going. So they said, where he go to eat? She said he probably went to Friday's and got some potato skins. I didn't tell her shit. Exactly what the fuck I did, though. And just that right there are like times when I've handed my wife shit or gave her something before she even asked for it or she didn't even know she needed that shit. Again, skewed background noise. This is daytime. But yeah, that's that's just, you know, and I'm gonna keep this moving because I got to finish this up. And that's 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 the important shit. Like my woman, you know, I just love, love her. You know, it's the deep, deep love she does for me. Like me, I admit it's sexist and I put myself out there. Growing up, I never learned how to cook. I didn't want to. I just looked at all the men in my life and all of them were married and had women that cooked for them. So I knew that was going to happen. So what the fuck I didn't know how to cook for? My whole idea was to keep myself alive until I met my wife. That's all I had to do. Like my whole life, I knew that. I was prepared for that. So I knew, okay, I got to cut grass. I got to do all the shit my dad's doing. Provide to be a man. Ironic. Meet my wife. My wife can't cook. I thought... Like me, I was trying to be a good man, deal with pain, bottle my emotions down, kill everything inside me if need be to be a more efficient and better man for my wife as all the men who came before me. And I just assumed my soulmate would be out there dedicating her life and her existence to building herself up to be a better her for me, like I was trying to do for her. She didn't. Well, between me and you, she did, but uh, can't talk about how. <laughs> anyway. But it was cool. I don't, I, don't, I don't take that away from her. My wife don't cook, you know? And even when me and her got together and I was talking, like, yeah, what'd you eat? Don't make the chicken. She, went, she cooked. And it wasn't no big deal. It was like some just baked, you know, baked chicken. And, and, but that was a big deal, you know? And to me, which is funny, I'm thinking, you know, my woman going to be cooking for me like my mama. We're going to get together. I'm gonna, my mama going to pass down all the recipes I like. She's going to learn all the stuff I like and just take it from there, you know? Didn't work that way. But it's dope because I love my woman either way. I don't care. She never cooks. A lot of shit I like. She don't like comic books. She don't like video games. A lot of shit I like. She does not fuck with. And that's cool. She understands me, though. And she gets me. And that's all that matters to me. And a lot of times I'm weird because, like, recently we had gotten to it. She got mad about some old shit that happened and gotten her feelings about it. So I got mad and I'm keeping it real with y'all. My feelings got hurt because I guess she got mad and didn't want to sleep in the bed. So for me, and this is how my mind works. I get pissed off and my feelings get hurt because for me, 
I love her so much. I can't picture being mad at her and not wanting her to touch me. I can't. Like, if she made me mad and just said she was sorry really quick and just rubbed my back or just meant it, I can't stay mad at her. I literally can't. So for me, like the level, like for me to be in my mind, for me to understand this, for her, and again, excuse my kids, for me to be that mad at her, I would have to fucking hate her. I would want her to like, I would have to be close to, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I love her this much. It would take that much for me to get there. So then I think, all right, now every day I tell her we sleep in the bed together. You know what I'm saying? Like rubbing up, cutting up with my baby. I love that shit. I'd always say that shit. So in my mind, you know I don't like this shit. You're doing this shit, this is an attack on me. Because you know I don't like this shit. And so I'm pissed. And this is what fucks me up. Because I can't help it. I'm an extremist. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is this, and I can't help it. She'll do something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if when I'm going to get mad, I'm about to take this shit to the fucking limit. You know, because I don't like when you did it. So I'm going to do this over and show your ass. And I was going to be on some shit like, fuck it. I'm just going to be a dick and just stay in the basement all day and just fuck you and them kids. That'll learn you. You know, because at that point I'm thinking, you know, oh, you want to hurt me? Let's play. I'm going to hurt you. I had to stop and think, you know. The whole thing was stupid. And I tried talking to my friend Ariel about it. She helped me out a little bit. But see, the thing that got me was that I can't help. And I guess maybe it's just me making it all about me. I don't know. I don't try to. I don't like being mad at my woman. I don't like my woman being mad at me. Like I tell her that's one of the scariest things in my life, knowing that she can control my day. She has a direct influence over my mood. That's a scary thing. It's a beautiful thing. But it's a scary thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's scary, you know, and just knowing that. So for me, if I like when I was with house came up, my old man used to tell me, never go to bed mad if you can help it. You know, talk about it. And what I told her. She's my best friend. And my whole thing is, I'm not leaving you. You're not leaving me. God going to have to take you off this plane of existence for you to leave me. And even then, he going to have to talk to me because I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? And now we made up. We cool. And it's like, I get mad because it's like, why waste time? I knew we was going to end up where we are now. Why waste time? You know. And I'm going to end this up. And I'm going to try to touch on this some more. I don't know. But it's just, I like to keep things moving with efficiency. And I know I'm crazy, and, but like make rules like with this whole something bad half of my thing is to make sure what happened, get to understand it, make sure it doesn't happen again. And everyone's making it seem like, oh, there's, you know, there's no rules. And I'm like, for me, now my mind works, there's rules or there's chaos. Either there's rules or there are chaos or there is chaos. There's no in between. But I don't know. I'm just in my little riff here. Um, I don't think this is going to be as good episode as the last one I did. I was very proud of how I put that together even with Daisha Curry stuff I'm really proud of that um working on keeping it out shout out to my man again Kales he um bigging me up wouldn't be doing this shit as much you know what I'm saying also my man Bomb Crew what's good baby keep doing it over there gotta uh when you get a chance nigga send me a uh uh you know a sweater in the mail from across the pond because it's cold in your fucking shadow I was gonna say something and call you a wanker but um, I don't want to say wanker, but you said it twice. Kiss my ass. All right. The time, y'all. The hotline that no one calls. 
Send your text messages or you can call and leave a voice message to 724-313-4519. Hit me up with an email, E-Y-E-Blackman at gmail.com. We also on the G on the, uh, Instagram. We also on the Facebook. I'm thinking of getting already. I don't know. I want to just want to just advertise my shit, but I'm not sure how to work this shit out. I'm working on it. But, um, you know. Be slow to speak, quick to listen. Thank you for rocking with the kid. And hopefully, let's hope to have this out on time. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure.